we're at episode four guys almost till five and this is the homesteads shop talk with al from lemna anchors ben from holler homestead and myself jason from so the land and today's topic we're going to be talking about uh homestead projects that we have been putting off <laughs> how long do we want this podcast <laughs> yeah um so we're gonna talk about that and then first we're gonna talk about our, our week and talk about what we got going on and what's happening uh so how how have you guys been been doing pretty good trying to stay out of the heat trying not to get wiped out by the heat but uh yeah been been pretty busy it's a busy time of year we've been having the heat and the rain it seems like we're contending one or the other and the rain's oh, it's been coming down getting like an inch or two inches at a time and i'll be glad when that's over with so but yeah, we got probably like maybe two days of rain, or no, maybe like one one night. I think this week it really poured down. Uh, like it was like all of a sudden, like wind, rain, uh, and then that was it. So yeah, this week I put out that um, I finally finished that water tower that I was working on. Uh, I put out that video. You know, that took me two weeks to put together and you know film it and edit it. Um. I'm already thinking I'm going to update it <laughs> after, uh, after seeing it up there for a while, you know, for at least a week. And then after we got some, a couple good rains, it didn't really fill up like I thought it would. I, I, I think with the amount of rain we got, even though it was a short, short amount of time of rain, I feel like it should have filled up. And so I think the problem is maybe the roof is not big enough like it needs a bigger footprint up there and so i'm thinking i might extend that a little bit um but yeah i'm gonna i'll probably uh film it and do another video on it um just kind of update it um but i don't know i could be wrong but i feel like it should have filled up <laughs> with all that rain because uh, it hasn't filled up yet it's been over a week um mm. so yeah working on that Let's see. I'm trying to think of. Oh, I did that. Um, I think I mentioned it on a previous podcast, but I was working on. A, I wrote my first article for a magazine. Oh, nice. Uh, the home, uh, Homestead Living magazine. It was about building a chicken tractor. Uh, so that wasn't. I thought it was going to be like a horrible. Cause I never wrote something before like that. I, I, I was, you know, I didn't want to do it. I did not want to do it. Like they asked me and I was like, at first, my first thought was like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, I just, that doesn't seem fun to me. Um, <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? I probably should do it. You know, like, cause just cause I've never done it before, you know, I should try it and just go through it and see if I could do it. And so the, the edit, the editor, I think he was the editor. He, I was asking him, I was like, well, where do I start? You know, <laughs> where do I, <laughs> what do you want me to talk about? You know, like stuff like that. So he, luckily he was pretty cool and he helped me. He kind of guided me through it a little bit and, uh, and it, I think it came out good. Like it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Once you, you know, once you start, it's like talking in the video, you know, you, sometimes you don't know what to talk about, but just start talking, just say the same stuff. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're, you kind of get more comfortable and you just start explaining stuff and, and, and it comes out and it comes out. Okay. Um, so yeah, that, that's out. Um, when's that magazine come out? It's out now. That you're in. Oh, it is. Yeah. Nice. It's a, it's a, uh, digital magazine. So it's not like a physical magazine. Uh, yep. so it's something like people could go to their website, Homestead Living uh, magazine website, and then, um, buy a digital magazine or subscription um so it's out now um that's cool what else let's see oh now you're a published author you can you can say oh, well <laughs> uh published article <laughs> author <laughs> a two page two page article <laughs> i think that's more than uh, we've got so you're doing good what else that's right <laughs> Uh, just posted my 1000th YouTube video this week. 
Wow. A thousand. I'm not sure. And nothing happening when when you hit a thousand videos. <laughs> I'm not even you just sure have a thousand videos. Have. Have <laughs> Seems like a lot. Yeah, that's cool though. That's a milestone. Yeah, for sure. it doesn't really. That's you're doing it uh, six years, a thousand videos. So you know, I always felt like if anyone wants to know how to do, like maybe start up a homestead, like they just watch. You know, even one of your guys is we got all we got a bunch of videos. <laughs> if you start from the right. beginning and just yeah. go and and go Once see all through. of them, like that's how we did it. You know, like that's how we did it all because we pretty much filmed everything. Um, what else? Uh, installed. I finally installed my back bumper on my mini truck. Uh, so in order to nice. move that water tower. I needed yep. to install the back bumper. Um, it, it would just been easier to move, you know, because that's how I, I pulled it out yep. there. And so I thought after I finished the tower, I was like, oh, wait, I don't have a bumper. Like I should install <laughs> the bump so that, you know, but I wanted to film that. So I, after I did the water tower, I filmed putting the bumper on because I needed the bumper to pull the water tower. So that video that I'm going to install the that install bumper video is, is going to be another separate video. <laughs> so it's like, I can't do one without the other. Um, but no, it came out really good. I, I really like that bumper. It seems pretty solid. Um, no, that's about it. I think we've been doing, or Lorraine's been doing some organizing in the basement. <clears throat> we got, uh, <clears throat> I know last time, when we first moved in, and Ben helped us uh, organize our basement a little bit, but we haven't really touched it since. So, you know, when you first move into a house, you just kind of throw stuff because you just want to get in there and move in. You know, we still have stuff in those spots that are still there. And we're like, man, we need to, there's probably a lot of things we could probably get rid of um, and just organize better. But, you know, that's just always ongoing. It's never done. <laughs> so just having, I still have my tools all in my basement. Um, you know, I go back and forth of, of redoing my horse barn into like a workshop or just building a whole new workshop. Um, I don't like the barn in a sense. It's very, it's just, it's all open. You know, like it has just the slatted wood, you know, and you can see through it. Like it's not, and you put metal in there, it just rusts, you know, and it's just, uh, I just don't know if I want to fix that up or it'd be nice just to put a big metal building somewhere. I don't even know. If, I don't even need anything that big, but, but yeah, that's about it. You always need a bigger workshop. What's that? You can never have a big enough workshop. It's <laughs> always too small. That is the truth. Yeah. We poured the concrete slab last week, and then we started shifting gears and started working back on our house while we're waiting for Ken to, and his guys to come back, help us building the workshop. And I had to made a big, like, $2,500 mistake on this next project mm. that we're working on. So it's kind of, yeah, it was, it was an ouch. So... I don't know. I learned my lesson. We'll put it that way. <laughs> but you gonna let us wait to see our... the video? Oh yeah, you'll have to wait. <laughs> I just gotta tease it. But... <laughs> one of those, it's one of those lessons that you'll you won't forget. I guess it's the way I try to look at failures. Like they sting the worst, but you remember them the best. Yep. Like every time when you do good, you don't remember it as well. So never yeah. a failure. It's just a learning lesson. Yeah, and then I just remind myself I never went to college, so I didn't spend like a hundred thousand dollars on a college degree. So I have to spend twenty five hundred dollars here and there. It's okay. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but, I don't know, that's, that's the way I try to look at it. it. Gives me makes me feel a little better. And then we've been doing we started doing our first uh, meat bird butchering this past weekend. Did sixty two meat birds or fifty eight meat birds, and we had four roosters that had to go. We had five roosters and we had four too many. So, what kind of meat birds? We did the uh, McMurray Hatchery broilers. 
The red ones? No. The white corners, ones. Corners cross? The corner, yeah, corners crosses. Oh, okay. We had good luck with them. We only lost a couple. I think we lost two right away, and then we've been having so much rain, I think we lost, you know, a few more out in the field, mostly because we had, I mean, the fields are always damp and wet. So it was usually after a big rainstorm, we'd come out and we'd have one or two chickens in the chicken tractor. It's like, yep, unfortunately, I'm not surprised, but. Uh, now, oh, that's too bad. Who, who, uh, who butchered the chickens? Just just you guys or? So me, Gina, and then we had Gina's parents. It seems like every time we do a butchering, we have somebody new who wants to try out and see how it goes. So we've never had, I don't think we've ever had family member help us before. So her parents were interested to see the process. So they came over nice. and gave us a hand. Yeah. Nice. So we used to do like four batches of like 30 meat birds at a time. So now we, last year we started doing like, we'll get like 70 and then we'll process all of them in two, in two batches instead of going four. Just kind of and... freeze up your summer so you don't have meat birds all summer long. Nope. Yeah. Just bang it out all at once, basically. Yeah, it's not <laughs> fun, but. I don't know. What do you? I feel like one of the worst parts about harvesting day is cleanup. I want to. What do you guys think? What's the worst Man, part? And brother, uh, that is the worst oh, yeah. part. Clean, uh, well, yeah, setting up and clean cleaning up. up. Set up and clean up. Yep. I know. That's why I I I I I've been trying to do a permanent processing station here. Eventually, I'll I'll do one, but that's my goal. I hate putting up easy that's ups and I'm taking at. them down and, yep. you know, I mean, we do it at least four times a year. Um, so that, that, that's a lot. That's a lot to just do. Like, yeah, yep. that's no fun. Yep. It is. It's um, a long day. And then you're like, oh, wait, I'm done butchering. But now we got to clean up and pick up all the mess, wash everything down, you know, get rid yeah. of all the carcasses yeah. and everything or your uh -huh. guts and it's like ugh. You know, yeah i think it's the I mean, part you don't really think about unless you have a workshop and you have a bunch of people helping you right <laughs> yeah. there you go yeah <laughs> yeah i, I kind of like well, that not idea. just for that fact but uh, like <clears throat> <laughs> we're just talking to people you know like i mean not because yeah. that that we have more hands i mean there's that but then also like everyone's kind of talking and we're kind of hanging out, you know, right. where it, it makes, it makes it fun or, you know, it makes it more relaxed and you kind of feel like you're just hanging out with, with friends. Like you're just hanging out with people and you're just butchering chickens, you know, it, turn, it turns it into so, an event. That it's kind like of a makes hangout. a day. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it more normal. It does. It does. <laughs> Instead of like, okay, I got to go out there. You know, it's basically just us, but, you know that can be right. daunt, daunting, you know. So, so it yeah. makes it a little bit more fun. But now, do you film? Do you film? Uh, you don't film those butcher days, do you? Yeah. We used to. We haven't the last couple of years. We'll usually show our setup and then talk about how it went and kind of show what we've, what how many birds we've done and kind of, kind of stuff like that. But the butchering itself, we don't. We we find that a lot of people don't really care to watch it. Yeah. And then YouTube on the same side doesn't care to show it. So, yeah. I agree. But I still show it anyways. <laughs> I was <Yep>. like, I was <laughs> like, people don't, <laughs> people don't want to watch it, but oh, you're going to get it anyways. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. But <laughs> hey, if you don't want to watch it, click off. I, I like filming them. Yeah. I mean, I like. I like filming those days. Uh, well, it's it's more fun when the when we do the workshops here, and then we have a bunch of people here, and getting them their reactions yep. on camera is really and talking to them on camera is what I really like doing. I think if it was just us and butchering chickens all the time, then yeah, I probably wouldn't film at all. I probably would stop filming it because you know you can only show that so many times. And it's just us butchering chickens, but when you bring in other people and like share their kind of reasons why they want to do this i feel like more people need to see that you know i mean there's still yeah. you know, a ton of people that I, get, I still get those comments you know they're like man i can't believe 
you're doing that, you know, like, you know, stuff like that. So it, it, it makes it more normal, I, I guess. But I hear what I you like mean. that you do that. And you'll ask because it even's like, oh, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I do it myself. Or that's one of the reasons why we, uh-huh. we raise our food, listening to when you go around here, the people have came and they're saying, oh, this is why we're doing it. It's like, yep, that is why we're doing it. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. So I was, I was, I was watching your last video out and your, um, I, I was thinking like the logistically, like filming this shop build, like that's kind of, it's probably a lot of planning, right? Because you're filming it too. I mean, <laughs> it, feel, it feels like every time you put out a video, it's like almost like perfect. Like, is, is there ever a time where, you know, because like the, the trucks came in with the, with the uh, concrete. Yep. I mean, you gotta, you gotta plan that. Right. We usually try to I mean, plan ahead of time. It's gotta be hard. Yeah, it is. It can be hard. So we're trying to plan ahead of time and then just trying to line up everything logistically. So like concrete pour day, I lined that up two weeks in advance before we were even ready just because i knew it was going to take a long time to get to get logistically everything lined up and i don't know about where you guys are but for in our area if somebody calls up for concrete and they're just a homeowner it's kind of like Ugh. the concrete company's like oh it's a homeowner calling so like yeah. you're on the back burner if you if you call you know later so i'm like i better call like ahead of time so we called ahead of time i'm like i want the first pour so we can have all the three trucks kind of lined up and you can tell them how far apart you want them spaced stuff yeah, like that i have my neighbor he's trying to build his own house right and so he's waiting he's been waiting for a concrete guy yep. to do the foundation and it's been like three months like they keep telling him i'm a, I'm a month out i'm a month out and he's like what he's living in a, in a rv trailer and he's just like i'm just waiting on people yep. like and so i, I just I was just thinking that as I was watching your video, I was like, man, I don't know. It seems like it's a lot happening. I don't know if it's just our area or something or what, but it just like, it just takes a while, you know, and, and, and no one yeah. wants to give you like a, a, a definite answer. Like, yes, I'll be there this day. I mean, that happened with putting in windows in our house. Like it took like almost a year for us to get windows, you know? Right. And so, you know, that's what I, I was thinking. Yeah, I think things have gotten worse since COVID. Like they haven't got any better. Mm. I think feel like all this kind of stuff trying to line up, it's gotten worse. I don't know if it's, you know, more people are busier building because people have moved to out of state in different states so they're building new homes. I know it's one of the reasons why we don't haven't done like a true foundation. We're just building on a floating slab because mm-hmm. we can do that ourselves. I can't do a whole sl- a whole foundation myself. I don't have forms. And if I wanted to, get a regular foundation port it'd be six months to a year in advance that i'd have mm. to you know get it all lined up in our area it's not just building a chicken coop you're building, you're building an actual building <laughs> so I'll, i guess i'll a good question for you guys so like for us i have to plan i don't want to say plan but i have to be thinking six months ahead of what we're going to be doing in the winter time for projects so like part of this, why we're doing the workshop now is if I don't get it all finished, as long as it's like framed in, I can do that in the winter and then I'll have projects I can do in the winter inside. I can't, like we can't start this project in the middle of winter because mm-hmm. all the ground would be frozen. Yeah, I guess I've never built that big of a, I've never had that big of a project uh, to think of that far yeah. ahead. But, you know, I see where you're coming from there. I think, I think that would probably be the same here on this, on our end. Um, I mean, it doesn't, you'd probably get way yeah, more colder sure. than us and snow, but still, you know, there was times that we've got some good frost and it's been frozen, you know? So, yeah, I guess I never had that big of a project where I had to think that far ahead, but now, yeah, that's something to think about if we do end up doing something like that. What have you been up to, Ben? All right. A whole bunch of (laughs) harvesting and putting stuff away. Um, You probably can't see it behind me. Uh, Anybody who's watching the YouTube, uh, we braided all of our garlic. It's all hanging up in the kitchen. 
Kitchen smells like garlic. If you leave and then come back, you're aware of how strong it smells in here. Uh, it was something <laughs> like uh, just shy of 40 pounds of garlic we uh, grew and put up, which is really cool. Um, more, more just packing stuff away. Uh, all the potatoes we harvested. Um, I think we finally got a weight on what we've harvested. I, I might have talked about that last week, but... Uh, it was like 250 pounds of potatoes we're at so far. Uh, and then a lot of other stuff nice. starting to come in. And green beans are coming in. So we're canning green beans. Uh, squash and stuff like that is starting to come in. So the onslaught is beginning. This is like my favorite part of summer. Like it's it's too hot to really enjoy being outside in the middle of the day. But we can harvest stuff. And then during the heat of the day, we can just come in here and can it or preserve it in some way and just do inside stuff and so this is kind of a really busy but fun time of year for us getting to put stuff up uh i think i think summer is really like it's set when the tomatoes and peppers start coming in because then you know when we start making like tomato sauce and stuff like that uh that's when it's like i know we're gonna open that come like december or january when you're just wanting some sunshine we're going to open up a can of tomato sauce and <laughs> be reminded why we're doing this and sweating all summer long so yeah uh oh yeah as far as other stuff a lot of a lot of maintenance i dug my wood chipper out today and uh the thing won't start so uh you know it's a almost 40 year old wood chipper so it's had a pretty good life but now i get to be a <laughs> tinker with a small engine so that's always fun that's that's just the stuff that happens on a homestead you have to have so many feathers in your cap of all the things you know how to do and uh i've never really been like a engine mechanic or anything like that but better believe son you have to learn on a homestead <laughs> so other than that you, it's uh, been a couple of weeks since you uh, sold your your milk cow right Yes. Uh, we actually, she left on the 4th of July. They came and picked her up. And it has been actually really nice having so much extra time in the morning to get stuff done. Um, we have uh, settled into our new routine pretty well. It's kind of weird. We didn't eat breakfast until after we were done milking. And some mornings we wouldn't eat breakfast until like 1030 in the morning. And we're eating breakfast yeah. at a normal time now. And it's just like, I forgot how nice it is to actually like eat meals <laughs> when you want to eat meals instead of, you know, noon. <laughs> we just call it brunch. But yeah, we've, uh, <laughs> I do miss the milk. We had to go buy milk and cream and stuff. And that kind of hurt a little bit, but yeah, you know, like I said, we'll uh, yeah. we'll do this for a while, and if it really starts bothering us, we'll just go find another cow. Yep. So other than that, I no, think that's pretty much it. Steer bed. Yeah. That's what I was gonna ask. How's like the, the steer, the calf? So he's uh, we have handled the steer a lot because you know we've done the calf share, so you're we're having to pull him off and put him on milk and then put the calf on. He gets her to let down that type of situation. And so he's halter broken. Like I, I halter broke this steer and he's just a big puppy. Like that's what he reminds me of. It's just a big puppy. Well, you know, once his yep. mom left, he's a only cow now and he gets lonely so he'll start mooing and carrying on. Actually, here pretty quick, he's probably going to start mooing. You guys might be able to hear him in the in the background. But <laughs> usually all we have to do is just go out and talk to him for a minute, and he calms down. But that has been kind of hard because he's made so much noise. But like I said, if, uh, if push came to shove, we'd just speed up his date with the freezer. But so far, he hasn't been too bad. You'll have to get a sheep or two to be his pastor buddy <laughs> so i don't know i don't know about getting more sheep uh i think the thing i didn't like about sheep is how skittish they are 
and kind of the way we're set up. Yep. Mm. We don't have any perimeter fencing around the whole place. I think we were maybe about half fenced. And if those sheep get out, they're gone. Because nobody around here has fences except our neighbors on the hill. How's your milk, milk cow going, Al? She is doing good. We've been having to train her, so she was never milked before. She This is her first freshening, and she had the calf, I think, two or three weeks before we got her, and I think she was milked once or twice just by the previous owner to try. So she did good at first. We had to hobble her a little bit, and she would still kick the... We're using a milking machine. She would kick the... Or she'd be able to get her feet up and pull off the milking cups off her back teeth. So we got... Uh, can't kick bar mm. that just kind of like goes over the top of their back and goes up to the front of their udder and it just puts pressure on it and we've been using it for the third i think this morning was the third day and she just stood there the first two days she tried to pick up her feet and she couldn't like you'd see it like kind of like two-step and then she'd settle down this morning she just stood there the whole time and so it's made it a lot nicer halter training the calf that's kind of been a little fun <laughs> but he's doing good too so we have to have patience for ourselves so we don't get too frustrated kind of thing so it's, it's i think it's a learning experience for us and the cows <laughs> oh yeah uh bribery <laughs> and backup that was what worked for me was i would just have someone behind him while i was leading him and if he planted his feet they'd just push on yep. his butt and he'd start moving and then I made sure he got a reward when we got done. And he, he figured out the program pretty quick. It still probably took six months to yep. really get him good on a on a lead. So what we've been finding, if you go up and you pet him while you're walking, I'm like, get like right up beside him and like scratch his neck. He'll just kind of keep going. Where if you kind of like try to lead him from a, a head, he'll just, yeah, plant his feet and just like, nope, I'm not going anywhere. Yep. So he likes the neck scratches, luckily. I think Jason's uh, rainwater collection system looks pretty close to a milk stanchion, so that should be his next project is a milk <laughs> stanchion and get a dairy get a dairy cow. <laughs> Might as well. There right. you go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. So that's what we should Don't do. Don't bribe me. We'll we'll just get a milk cow and <clears throat> we'll just trade it back and forth. I'll milk for a while and then send it over to your place and you can milk for a <laughs> while. <you> <laughs> Yeah, that, that actually that might be an option. I mean, yeah, that that would be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> My wife came up with this topic. I don't know if she was giving me a hint, <laughs> but uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about you know what are things that we put off, like we're putting off. And it could be anything, like stuff that we need to build or fix or or do something. And for whatever reason, why are we putting this off? And what is it? Now, certain things I don't think it's called putting off. You know what I mean? Like it may be like certain things I think need to happen in steps until you can get to yep. it. I'll go down my list. It's actually not my list, but it's my wife's list. <laughs> <laughs> I only had one thing on the list, but, uh, um, so I bought, so the house that we bought, it has no back door. All right. We all, we have to go through our front door for whatever reason. There's no, they never put a back door on this thing. We just didn't have one. Huh. Um, and so I, there's a spot, there's an area though, where you could put a back door in. You know, we very much would rather have a back door than keep on having to go through our front door every time we go in and out. Um, so I last year, a year ago, I bought a, a door and I have not installed it yet. <laughs> uh, well, a part of me, because, well, if you, I don't know if people notice in the videos, but like we have a big mud room and we've, we've, talked about this mudroom in other videos and that mudroom used to be a carport at some point and somebody enclosed it in it to make it look like in a log cabin so it's very interesting um and that's where i want to put the door so it's basically like these giant timbers uh, like a log cabin 
that I have to cut out and put the door in. So there's going to be some custom thing going on, you know, like I probably have to frame it in because uh, I'm mean, I talk about the timbers are probably six inches thick. Um, so a part of me is the reason why I haven't done it is because like, I'm not too sure how I'm going to do this. It might be one of those things like I'm just going to have to cut the door and just kind of figure it out as I go. And so I'm trying to do it, pick the right time of season. I don't want to do it in the summer because then there's just a bunch of bugs out and they all get in. Um, so a lot of these things, I think uh, they're probably winter projects. So I'm still waiting on that to do that door. My fence line, I keep on putting <laughs> off because it's summer and it's like, it's too hot to do it. <laughs> oh, I know. Another big one is a kitchen remodel. Uh, we've been wanting to remodel our kitchen since we moved in. Uh, everything else is pretty much done. I mean, we the house didn't re need much, but uh, if anything, we painted the house. But now the next step is the kitchen. And that's just, you know, never really, really remodeled the kitchen before. That's the next step. And for whatever reason, I think because Lorraine cooks in the kitchen, you know, cook all our meals. And so it's like, once we start gutting stuff out, it's like, we have to plan it to where we're probably not going to be able to cook, you know, and how fast can I rebuild it? And I feel like not doing it in the summer is probably better and maybe wait till the winter. What else? You almost what need to set up a temporary kitchen. Yeah. I mean, that's that. a, yeah. That's another thing we want to do. We, we do want to put an outdoor kitchen uh, right outside our house. Um, so maybe I got to build the outdoor kitchen first and then get the in inside kitchen. Right. <laughs> yep. There you go. It'd be less, yeah, it'd be less stress on you while you're trying to remodel the kitchen. You wouldn't have the pressure like, oh my gosh, I gotta get this done yesterday because we can't cook in here. That's the hardest thing when you're homesteading, you're always making most of your own meals. Yeah, yep. I guess so. I mean, we have a, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I think we just have to plan it and, and do it. Uh, and, and also figure out, you know, what kind of cabinets, you know, like all those details of like how we want it to look. I mean, we have an idea already, but um, yeah, it's just a matter of just picking a date and just doing it. But it'll most likely happen in the winter. I've been wanting to build barn doors. Um I think I've talked about it with you, Ben, before, uh, for my horse barn. Yep. They're like giant doors. You know, I mean, the, the doors are They're huge. Like, I didn't what, know. What, 15 like, feet tall? Maybe 12 feet high? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Um, so I'm, I was the, at least on one side of the, the barn, uh, the side that I don't really go in and out of. I would like to close that and that would be the side that I would put all my tools in. But then I'm thinking of shortening the door height and maybe put putting in uh because it doesn't necessarily need to be that high, I don't think. Not on that side. Uh, the other side we use to hoist up our animals to butcher them. So I feel like that should be taller. But the other side, I was thinking about shortening the, the door height and putting in a sliding door. Uh, so that way it's not too, like two sliding doors that come in the middle. You know, of course, I, I think it comes down to pri priority, like making sure animals are, are safe out there and, you know, make sure, you know, like building raised garden beds, that, that became a priority so we could grow food in it. Yep. Mm. Um, you know, water, figuring out the water situation, you know, all of a sudden all these things come up. It's like building a lean-to shed on top of my property with a rainwater catchment on there. That's become, is becoming a priority. Um, you know, and everything just keeps getting pushed back. I'm sure there's more I could think of, but those are the main ones for now. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it? Because I, I also suffer from the same thing. Like, until it is, like, on fire, I end up not dealing with it. Why, why does this happen? Is it 
something that we can change? Is it something that is a, even a bad thing? But, you know, I, I suffer from the exact same problem. There's stuff that I need to do, and until it is basically on fire and needs to be done, I don't do it. Do you think... Do you think uh, filming for uh, like a YouTube channel has anything to do with it? I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, but I mean, <laughs> generally, if it's something that you can film, then you know, hey, we can we can double dip. The project gets done, and we have content. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know why it is that way. Like sometimes I want to work on a project and I'm maybe I'm not sure how I'm going to do it, but so, you know, you just want to get out there and just start messing with like the materials, whatever it is you got going on. Mm -hmm. Like you just, you know, like, Oh, I'm, I don't really wasn't planning on doing this right now, but I'm just going to go out there and like do something, but I'm not going to film it because I'm not really feel like I'm doing like filming. Like I'm just, putting it together uh that's something i struggle with because uh i feel like it's not i'm not really doing anything to film it you know like i'm not completing something yeah. or i'm not getting to a point a stopping point on it like it's just it doesn't feel like you're, you're gonna just have a whole video worth doing. of content yeah exactly <clears throat> i just i just think maybe things just other things pop up that are not such a that that pushes other things back, you know, like growing food. Like that's important, you know, right. plus maybe certain things are not fun. Maybe it's just like something that you don't really want to do, you know, something that needs to be done, but like, I don't want like a, like a putting in the door. I don't really want to do that, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to do that, but <laughs> for me, filming certain projects especially it's stuff that i'm not real sure on how to do stuff that i have to figure out while mm -hmm. i'm doing it that's the stuff that kind of like i kind of have a barrier i have a hard time stuff that i want to film like it would be great content for youtube but i'm not 100 sure on how to do it uh it it kind of hurts sometimes when you get beat up over something you weren't sure on how to do anyways and yeah i i think that's that's definitely a barrier that i've had is it's kind of like you know project paralysis it's like well i i need to film this i need to do it but i'm not sure on how to do it and i don't want to get beat up over it for doing it wrong and yada yada it's a vicious circle there is we get that all the time and i it's still gets me like we get beat up all the time because we never do anything right and i'm not perfect i had a i struggled with it really bad i had a friend tell me once that the armors people if they did anything good or met well they thought they did it good or not they would mess it up at the end to remind themselves that they're not the creator they're not ever going to be able to do anything perfect and i was like man i like it like, i like that, that. Is good like, it kind of takes that stress off it's like that's what he was saying he's like yeah he's like in the armors culture i don't know if it's true or not he said they'll They'll intentionally make a mess up in whatever they're doing just to remind themselves that they're not the creator, that they don't have to be perfect, and, and nor are wow. we supposed to be. Mm. I like it's that. It's off by like a quarter of an inch. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make it off like a quarter of an inch. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I guess the other thing I remind <laughs> there is so many different ways to do the same thing. And just because somebody from one area does it one way or does it this way or thinks you're a bonehead because you did it that way doesn't mean it's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll say true. the biggest one we get, how do you guys screw your tin down? If you put like a metal roof on, what do you screw it in like the high point or do you screw it in the low point? Low point, at least that's how I've done it. Low high point. point, high point. High point, okay. So we do it in the low point. That's how we've always been taught to do it. And that's the way like all like 
the metal manufacturers that we use, that's how they recommend doing it. Yeah. Anytime I put a screw down metal roof on, I get roasted in the comments because <laughs> I'm doing it wrong. I'm an idiot. You're supposed to screw it in the high points. So it's just no matter which way you do it, you're going to get whatever. Yeah. But well, I guess, yeah, I've all of them built like chicken coops. So if it was a house, I'm not sure. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure most some manufacturers recommend screwing it in the high point, and then some recommend mm. screwing it in the low point. So I yeah, so my, it right or wrong. It's just yeah, my horse barn. Uh, go, being on that roof mm -hmm. multiple times, uh, it's it's nailed down on its high point. I try to look at getting beat up as at least we're out there doing something. It's usually like the armchair quarterbacks that are roasting us. I don't know if, yep, they, that's they're, true. if they're doing anything or not, but I mean, we're out there doing it. A lot of people like to read books and learn how to do stuff, but they don't always go out and do it. I'd rather go out and do it and then learn next time I do it, I'll do it better. Oh yeah. Yep. That's, like his that's, water tower. That's it right I got, there. I got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of fun comments. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> you know sometimes i like maybe i'm not sure like what i'm doing you know like i'm not sure if this is right or you know maybe maybe it's something i'm building or a lot of times i just turn on the camera and just point it at point at whatever it is i'm doing and just i don't even talk like just just ha just at least i'm recording it and mm -hmm. i'm not putting yep, i'll do that too any more effort into it i'm just hitting record you know and then just pointing it at that direction that i'm doing it and then <laughs> and then kind of seeing where that goes and then i keep doing that or like or i'll do that if i don't even feel like filming you know i don't I like i don't feel like filming today sure. but i i know i probably should and so i'm just going to set up the camera and just point it and i'm not going to do anything extra. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to describe anything. I'm just, it's just going to be pointed at me. And so that usually those videos is when I don't feel like doing anything and just pointing it, <laughs> you know? Yep. <laughs> I think having a schedule, an uploading schedule for me and for me has helped me like, Hey, I, ha I upload this. So no matter what, like, Hey, it's my job. I have, yep. I go to work every day and this is what I'm doing. Whether I want to or not, it's kind of like forced myself. We did I'm trying to think of, we weren't, we were doing YouTube for maybe a year ish. And I did a 30 day, I was took to a Tim Schmoyer class. And at the end of the class, somebody had talked about, there was like a 30 day challenge, like do a video a day, just upload every day. And so we did that for. 30 days. I think it turned into a year. We did daily uploads. I think after that, I was just kind of like, we just kind of made sure we had a schedule. It's kind of like you wow. have to do something. Yeah. So. That's tough. I've never done a schedule. Kid, I mean, you, what was that? You can get beat on in the comments. Hmm. You can get beat on in the comments and it can definitely be like, oh man, yeah. I don't want to upload. Today. I, I don't want to uh -huh. see how much of a mess screw up I am, but kind of thing. Yeah. I just I think what's don't, funny. Don't look at the comments. Do <laughs> <laughs> right doing doing that schedule we did that last year and we basically kept a schedule for an entire year we did four days a week yep. and i think it was one of the best things we ever did because it does it it's your job it it keeps you focused keeps you driven mm -hmm. uh it it was a real positive thing now we've kind of dialed it back a little bit this year but we did it for a 12 months we did a schedule and it was great yeah i should probably try that i think <clears throat> i would probably agree with you it'd probably be good it's probably a good thing to have a schedule um but i don't know i like just rolling out of bed and just <laughs> <laughs> it just, just saying what am i just think about that at that moment what i wanted to film and what do i want to do <laughs> And not be like, well, you don't know. What's that? You don't got to know what you got to film every day before you wake up out of bed. You just got to know, hey, I'm making a video today. Yes. Oh yeah, That's or, or it, that. Right yeah. There. I was like, sometimes I'm like, nah, I'm not making anything today. I'm just gonna, I'll do it tomorrow. 
<laughs> I think what's funny is Maybe I should try sticking it, to a schedule is having content create itself. And it's like, well, today's a film day, and look at this. This just happened. I guess we're filming it. That's, that's honestly yep. the best videos is when the content makes itself. Uh, you're not wandering around like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to film today? And all of a sudden, life happens, and you are able to capture it. Those are my favorite videos. Those are the ones that are fun to look back on. And it's like, oh, man, I remember that day. Everything fell apart, and we captured it. I mean, you know, what projects have you been pushing off? Is there any certain ones? So, I don't know. This is a topic that comes up on a regular basis. Uh, projects that we've just, you know, either put off or whatever. Uh, a real good one is I need to build a deck. Um, I need to build a deck on the front. I need to build the deck on the back. Uh, and the, the project scope has kind of increased uh, the longer we've been living in this mobile home. Um, it was going to be a full-length deck, and now we've decided we are going to add on to this mobile home. Um, we need more pantry space inside, and so, and then we also need one more bedroom uh, because the baby can't live in our room forever. Um, so we're going to add <laughs> uh, probably about a third of the mobile home as an add-on. Um, so that changes how I'm going to build the deck. Okay, so there's a hang-up. Originally, the reason why we hadn't built the deck yet was because in 2020, lumber just skyrocketed. And we were, you know, it was mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, it's going to be, you know, several thousand dollars to build a deck, and now it's, you know, way higher. And so I was just waiting, and a year turned into two years, and here we are. We've been in this thing for three years now uh haven't built a deck and we're kind of we're kind of to the point where it's getting ready to catch on fire um as far as the priority <laughs> list but I, I i think one of the hard things is the reasons you don't do something can actually build and snowball and get away from you um you know originally it was like ah the price of wood so you know it's we're going to go broke having to build this yeah. deck and yada, yada. And then, well, you know, now we're talking about doing an addition and, you know, and, and it just snowballs. And then before you know it, you're looking at three years later and you still have a door that you can't walk out of because there's no deck and <laughs> there's only one person to blame. And so I, I think that's been one of my struggles is making sure excuses don't crop up. Uh, one of the other things that me and Meg talk about a lot is sometimes, you know, I'll talk to her. It's like, am I, am I lazy? No. And it's like, how come this stuff isn't getting done? Like, it's not like I'm sitting around doing nothing. Like I work on stuff every single day, whether the camera's on or not. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just hard, uh, I guess prioritizing is kind of my problem. That's That's been my biggest struggle is keeping things on the list at the top of the list. Do you guys write anything down? Or is it all in our head? No, we do. Meg really likes having lists. And a lot of times they help me. Uh, I'm kind of a squirrel. And so I, I just go after the... Uh, the project that mm -hmm. is on fire the hottest um but yeah we uh, we actually have a whiteboard in the kitchen that we write down various things that need to be done or have to be done um just when we're sitting here drinking a cup of coffee and it's like hey you know what we need to do blah 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 well we'll go write it down and then you know the next day when you wake up and you can't remember what you had talked about and it's like oh we have it written down there's been a lot of projects it feels really nice to cross stuff off the off the whiteboard, uh, but yeah, we we do write down stuff. Um, I have taken to carrying a notepad in my pocket, a little small notepad and a pencil, and I have found writing ideas down when they come to me uh, actually helps me remember them and you know go after them. Uh, I don't know why. Like I used to take notes in my phone and 
as soon as I take a note in my phone, I forget about it. But writing it down on paper seems to stick in my head. Lorraine's the same way. She's a she's a list maker. Good thing for her, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I'm not. You know, um, but so but slowly over the last couple of years, well, especially moving to this bigger property, um, I started to try to write things down, carry a notebook. Um, even though I'm not great at great at it, um, but I still try to at least do that. Um, get into a habit of doing that. Well, yeah, we'll write stuff down. I like using notes in my iPad or my iPhone, I should say, and like you can like hit the dot. It's like check, check, check. That's kind of oh. nice. How you got that little feature now? Yes. Yeah. And like puts okay. a smile on your face. Like yes, I got that one done. <laughs> I think, things, <laughs> I think one of the things we try to do is figure out like the big, our bigger vision plan for the property and then just kind of see like, okay, what's more, what's more of a priority. And then I don't know, just kind of see what the priority is. And then I think it's seasonal and weather related. And I think sometimes it comes down to two, like, like I get a lot of areas we want to clear to make silvo pastures and I'm like, how would I make that into a, a video? Like I'm in a wood, mm. I'm in the woods, like cutting a tree down. If I'm gonna be doing that for a week or two or a month, like, hmm, how do I work that that in? Yeah, how do you work that? <laughs> Is it that a nighttime in? project, or what do we need to do? I suppose if it's like a pro, like a like building a shop, you know, like that's that's gonna take a few uh, some months probably, right? So like that's gonna be. Yep. Oh yeah. I mean that's all. I mean, that's, you could film every day if you wanted to probably, you know, almost every day and film that whole process. Yep. But like something like say like this water tower I just did, I made that just into one video. It took me two weeks to do it. And I think right. in the past I would probably make that part of my day while mm -hmm. I do other things instead of making it one big video. I kind of got bored of doing that. Um, Plus, there's a little bit of satisfaction of making one big video, you know, of start start to finish. Uh, yep. That, I, that is very that satisfying. I, like doing. I mean, you could put out one. I think you've done it before. I'll have you like a like a time lapse video of the whole build or something like that. We have. We did the time lapse. Yeah, we did the we did a couple of time lapse. Funny thing with when we've ever done a time lapse, we get haters coming out at us like constantly all pissed off because they think we wanted to take a day off so we put time lapse out because we didn't feel like making regular content. but the time the time lapses i mean that first time lapse we did took us took me like a month to to compile all of my footage yeah it took like a month to do it just like everybody was pissed off how dare you make a time lapse I've already watched all of this stuff before. You just wanted a day off. Yeah. Oh, you took gosh. the easy way out, Al. <laughs> yes, I did. That's what they, yes, I took the easy I wanted a day off, so I just I just slapped that together and was done with it. <laughs> yeah, it took you a whole month to do it. Gonna hate. <laughs> oh, yeah, I man. I think that's hard. Where it's something like you put your heart and soul into it, and then it's like, you're all excited about it. And then you, you're like, oh, I can't wait for everybody to see it. And then it's like, boom. It's like, ooh, that yeah. hurt. But did the video do good? Oh, did those funny. videos do good? Like, in the, the time lapse of the barn build didn't at first. It flopped, I think, for the first year. Now it's like our highest viewed video with like 12 or 13 million views. Wow. Um, wow. The other we did we've done other time lapses and they haven't done as well we did one of the greenhouse and that flopped and that still hasn't and that was the same thing anytime we've done any of the other time lapses we've just got haters coming after us like you just wanted a day off how dare you <laughs> so we haven't done one with the house yet just and it's like yeah know, it's it's you a lot of work put all your time and energy into it and then yeah yeah so. yeah the that's like, um, I usually do like a year end video where mm -hmm. I, you know, like in, I put it out like in December or January where I, it's basically combining all my videos throughout the whole year and putting, making one big long right. movie, you know, 
like an hour long at least um but yeah it takes like a month to edit and mm -hmm. yeah you do get those the people that were like i already saw these videos like you just put them into one giant video <laughs> and i'm like yeah i mean but but those videos always do good for me like they always do good i don't know if ben and meg if they've ever done like a big video on how it's went for them uh yeah we uh we did a i think the last like real big video we did was uh about finding our our home um it was a we summarized mm -hmm. our road trip across america that was like a that was a probably 45 minute video or something like that that was pretty long um and that one has done good it uh like it did okay at the start and it's just continuing to make views and we don't have no million views on it but uh, last I saw, which I haven't checked in a while, it was like half a million views on that video, which, you know, when we put it out, I think we only had maybe 20,000 subscribers. Like it wasn't, we didn't have a big pool to choose from. So it's been steadily climbing. We did one when we got to this place, when we right. found this property. Um, but we haven't really done another one since. We've uh, we've just been kind of busy. Now, doesn't mean we don't want to, um, but some of those longer yeah. videos, bigger videos like that, they kind of take some planning and it's just been one of those things. We just haven't <laughs> oh, yeah. sat down yeah. and said, Hey, let's make a video about this, but I'm, I'm sure there's going to be one soon. <laughs> yeah. I know Meg has a fun time editing those videos. She always does a good job with them. I think the big ones that we just been putting off is like little stuff. Like we want to do more pasture area, silvo pastures and, Okay. stuff like that and it's kind of it's kind of the time more than anything just and then waiting to find out i think it's kind of more of a waiting game right now to kind of like wait and see like the best way to use the land yeah if that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah yep yeah it takes time especially when you're when you have to do something with the land like see how it goes right. see, see how it how it is cool so i guess do we want to do like how we got to hold you each other accountable for these projects that we've been putting off. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, actually talking to someone, to talking to you guys about it is actually really good because uh, I don't know. It's just, it's someone outside of my immediate circle, uh, my family and talking yep. about it just gets me thinking about it a lot more. Really. I'm starting to feel like there's a, a fire burning that I need to put out. So for me, it's actually nice talking <laughs> about this stuff. Have you guys like figured out how big you want it to be? Like your footprint for the new edition? Uh, it's so we're going to leave the trees that shade this building. So it's, it's just going to be like 10 feet by that's well, like 30 feet or something like that. So it's, you know, it's a fairly good addition. Nice. The, you know, again, back to yep. the not not completely sure on how to do it is I'm going to change the roof line uh, so it doesn't look completely wacky. Um, and so that's something that I'm kind of like, eh, I'm not sure on how to do this because, you know, it is still just a mobile home. Um, it doesn't really have like nice big trusses that you can work with. So I kind of have to do it weird, if you know what I mean. Yep. Now, yeah. is the mobile home sitting on a concrete slab? Is it on nope. blocks or it's on blocks yeah it's we're on piles so it's on blocks. that's that's been something too is like when i build this deck uh i'm gonna you know do cement anchors holding it all to the ground and i'm afraid the uh the deck is actually going to be better built than the mobile home i don't know how we're going to keep yeah. all, all each yeah. other accountable maybe we just need to go over each other's houses and help each other out <laughs> Right. <laughs> that would be awesome. But <laughs> I think the, I think the big thing with that is you have to figure out I for me I would think is figuring out how I'd want to tie the roof lines in. I've got a pretty good idea of how I'm gonna do it. Um it'll involve peeling off one side of the roof, which is just metal. Um they yep. I guess they re roofed this and they just put metal right over the asphalt shingles. So there's asphalt shingles, cleats, and then the metal. And all I have to do is peel that up and basically make faux trusses over the asphalt pretty much. 
yeah, it, it's stuff like this. Maybe we'll sit down and have a, a chit chat off of uh, the podcast. I can bounce some ideas right. off you, see what you think. Now, do you got an auger for your tractor? Yep. It so still does it easier for putting your pears in the ground. Well, the problem with the where we're doing this is these great big trees. It's going to be nothing but roots up next to these trees. So it's mm. going to be yep. probably hand digging with an axe. Yeah. We'll just cross that bridge well, when we get there. That's kind of where I'm at it, with man. a lot of it. Oh, I we'll will. Just have a big work party. Call come me over and, and, and get we'll some blisters there. with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Need a workout. <laughs> all right well i think that's it guys that was a good hour well awesome. thank you every- thanks awesome. everyone for uh listening to these podcasts and watching us these are pretty fun um you know we've got a lot of subscribers seven thousand subscribers on youtube which is pretty cool uh, yeah wow that's you know, still waiting cool. to get on itunes so i know some of you guys have been some of you guys have been uh, waiting or asking me when is it going to be on iTunes, but hopefully soon. This is going to take a while, but we're on just about every other podcast app. So thank you guys for listening and watching. And uh, thank you guys. Hope you guys have a good week. We'll see you. See you later. Bye.